So to become uh, to become genuine, mm-hmm. you must be genuine with yourself. Yes. Know yourself. Know who you are as an individual. What you can offer and bring to the table. Mm. Um, and then work on the things that you know you can't. Welcome back to the Better Together Podcast, guys. I'm Josh. I'm Seth. And today we have somebody very exciting on the Better Together Podcast today. Somebody who has been influenced in me and Seth's lives and has taught us so much. And before we introduce him, we just want to kind of tell you what he has done for us in our lives. So I'll let Seth start it off right quick, and then I'll tell you about my part. Well, I think my experience is more than an experience. It's just like, it feels like a lifetime of just getting to know so much more than yourself and getting to sort of be an adult a little early on because that's what he taught me you know it taught me these adult values and i kept that and i sort of grew up on it nice i love that man same for me about what steph said this man has taught me so much in my life when i was growing up and you know trying to figure out the ins and outs of the world and about a little bit more of who i was he taught me a lot about you know what it takes to kind of be a man in a way and how to not live for the world but to live for yourself and to live for, for God in a way. And I just, I am so grateful for everything that he's taught me. And that's just a little bit of what he taught to myself. So without further introduce, <laughs> I'm sorry. Without further, <laughs> further introduce, yeah, without further, <laughs> Virgil. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course, sir. It's great to have you on the show. How are yeah. you feeling today, Kiri? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm thankful for the rain. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm pretty happy about it. Why, like, why do you like the rain? Yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah, I don't like the rain. Hey, because not, <laughs> not every day that it's not every day that we personally must be um, given all the greatest things, right? There's right. somebody out there who needs the rain more than I do. Right. Mm, so true. we should be thankful for them having the rain, too. So that's my, that's my take on it. Okay, very yeah. nice. Well, there you go. Now you got a different perspective right. of what rain means to us. Maybe you can hold that a little bit truer to yourself. <laughs> exactly. I don't know about me. Even after you explained it, I don't know. Rain, <laughs> the rain is just not it. Right. Know, it's, it's yeah, for me either. It's not. I like the sun. I'm a sun guy. Yeah. But hey, rain helps out too. <laughs> but guys, we wanted to introduce Kiri. And the reason we brought Kiri onto the show today is because Kiri is a very influential person in a lot of young people's lives. We met him through the church that me and Seth used to go to together. And Kiri, what he does is he gives classes to younger children about, you know, getting deeper with their faith, teaching them the faith, and also teaching them a little bit about themselves, as me and Seth have just described to you guys. And we wanted to talk to him because we know how important it is to bring leaders into our community to show children the steps, you know, to maybe help them through life in the difficult times. So now we're going to be asking Kiri a little bit about his influence his influence over these kids and the things that he's kind of done in the community and just talk to him a little bit about it today. You bet. Yeah, that's right. So do you know that you're an influential person? No. I really do not. I really do not. No, I, I don't even see myself as an influential person, mm-hmm. right? I see myself as a person who has enough experience mm-hmm. to tell somebody what's right and what's wrong, mm-hmm. has enough experience to at least educate myself enough to know what's right and what's wrong at the end of the day that's all we really need right Mm. somebody to say that's right that's wrong that validation means so much to so many people 
So if I can do that, if that's called influencing people, then yeah. so be it. I'm yeah. influencing people. Right. Very good influence. <laughs> I mean, do you ever feel that sometimes... Uh, so it's like more you're just being yourself yeah. rather than trying to be an influence, as so people would say. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, um, who am I to go try to lecture Bill Gates about uh, right. you know, how to spend money, right? He, right? He's well learned about all that stuff. But uh, I know a little and uh, I give to those who don't necessarily know a little, mm. right? And that's what makes you influential. And most of the people that are influential don't really know it and those right. are the best kind of people exactly when you it's don't know it it just it's yeah. great i like i like no to ego. hear i like to hear kiri you told me this like three years ago i'm like dude i, <laughs> don't even I remember. can't remember telling you this three years ago but i'm really happy i told you that three right. years ago when it yeah. worked out so i, I think guess. that's that's great to see because you're very authentic you can yeah. tell that when you're just meeting you as a person yeah you're very authentic you know your your intentions are what's best for people at the end of the day and that's how it should be because a lot of influencers nowadays, you know, they know that they're influencers mm -hmm. and they like to use that power to their advantage. You yeah. know, a lot yeah. of people, you know, they know they have this power, so they're going to use it sometimes not in the best of ways. Definitely. But for you, it's just it's just who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'll take the title if it means I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> you know, what's funny is we had a conversation at Taco Mac. Yeah. And we had like an hour or two conversation. Yeah. Normally, that's how it goes. Right. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that? Because that was like three years ago. No, I remember that. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. I was just making sure. Yeah. If you guys don't know this about Kiri, um, we could have a conversation with Kiri for like the whole night and not get tired of it. We'll be going home like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning, and our parents are calling us wondering where we're at. We're talking with Kiri. Oh, we're just with Kiri. Yeah, oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> that's, how, that's always how it goes for me. Oh, okay. Tell him I said hot. Right, exactly. You know, Kiri is a very trustworthy guy. It's like when you're talking with somebody like Kiri, your parents want you to talk more with Kiri. <laughs> they want you to talk less. Oh, man. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you too, Kiri. Is it sometimes scary, though, knowing that a lot of people look up to you? Does it ever maybe worry you or kind of get under your skin a little bit that there's a lot of people looking up to you? Yeah, 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 no, 100%. Giving advice to someone or, or talking to someone about something they're struggling with, right. it goes beyond just the end of the, the conversation ending with, bye, I'll talk to you later, mm -hmm. right? It goes beyond that because whatever somebody's dealing with is not necessarily going to be solved by you just talking to them. It, mm. It's going to be, take weeks, sometimes months to resolve this issue. So if you're talking to somebody about bettering their life, what good is it to just talk to them and end the conversation? It's better for you to continue it two weeks, three weeks down the road. So yeah, I go home sometimes with all this on my shoulders and my mind and my heart and I take it in, I pray about it and I contemplate on it sometimes and I say to myself, you know, let me think about this some more. Give it some really in-depth thought. Right. Um, times that I find myself in somewhat of a meditation yeah. about a particular topic, about a particular person, you say to yourself, you know what? I can come back in the next couple of days and give them more advice. Mm. Tell them something something different, something else right. about this particular thing. So, yeah, man, it, it weighs a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't do it alone. That's the best part. That's oh, that is true. Why yeah. do it in the first place? <laughs> because um there are times uh there were times in my life where somebody didn't do it for me mm. right or you wanted somebody to do it for you somebody right. to sit down with you somebody to talk through things with you i had to grow up fast right mm. i mean be thrown into new york city at 17 years old and really? literally nothing around you yeah to go to to go to school you, you learn really quickly yeah now uh, my parents taught me to be extremely independent mm. um 
but also dependent because um, to understand that we, we live and grow up in a community, you have to right. you have to be independent enough to hold your own, mm -hmm. but be dependent enough to know when you need help. Dependent right. enough to know that, hey, I can't do this alone. So that's kind of why I do it. Right. I know there are times where I felt alone, especially. And um, just a shout out to you real quick here. You were really a great impact in my life. And I, I would love, I would look forward coming to those classes when we all get together. Those are like my favorite moments. <laughs> and but you're 100% right about how sometimes, you know, when I was going through things alone, it's it's it was very unexpected on the people who were there for me because I've realized that I it, it wasn't like the closest people to me. Sometimes it, it couldn't be my mom or my dad. You yeah. know, most of the times it had to be me talking to myself yeah. or unexpectedly like Seth, you know, an unexpected friend, you yep. know, and you can you can talk to them and you have to contemplate it because a, a whole nother person's life is so much more than what you see on the surface. Oh, 100%. And it's so crazy to think that, you know, a lot of people, they come to you about this and you have to go home and deal with it and try and find the right things to say sometimes because, yeah. you know, you can't always say the right things. Sometimes you just have to be there for them. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. 100%. Now, you said you went to New York City at 17. 17 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah what was yeah. your life like? Yeah, what was uh, going on? How did you even get there in the first place? <laughs> yeah. what, what was the what was the childhood like? Do you want me to take you on an adventure? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Hey, this Please is what the, po this is what the podcast is for. Let me, let me sit back. Long, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only 30, guys. I'm only 30. So, so um, uh, I was the only one in my... Uh, I'm one of five, and I was the only one in my family to come up to the U.S. to go to to go and to complete um, complete uh, studies in the U.S. Uh, my brothers and sisters and they, they were all back in Trinidad. The only one who had, um, at that point, the intentions of doing so. My sister eventually came up a little bit. Yeah. And my brother is, my youngest brother is here right now. But, um, you know, at 17 years old, all I knew that I wanted was this education, mm. right? Um, I knew I wanted to come to the U.S. I knew I wanted to gain some education. I knew I wanted to continue academia. Um, and uh, I didn't necessarily know how to do it. So I, we, we teamed up with this company in Trinidad and uh, eventually they applied for this college, the New York Institute of Technology. Um, I got in. Nice. Um, they told me it's about 25 grand a semester. Ouch. New that, York City. That, that <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, and how my parents are gonna um, take this on themselves. They're gonna wow. somehow do it. and. Uh, I didn't know that they couldn't have done it, mm. Mm. right? So after the first year, I decided, you know what? I, I realized how expensive this was. I realized the struggle, just what they were dealing with. And I did the best thing that I knew to do at the time. Mm -hmm. Find something cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I literally did that. I, I said, you know what? My cousin's in Georgia. It's supposedly cheaper there. Let's move. I moved right. colleges. I moved everything. And I finished my education here in uh, in, in in Georgia. So, what'd you get your degree in? Yeah, so I have a double bachelor's. I have one in uh, um, aviation management, and one in logistics management, oh, and then okay. I have a, a master's in international business. What does that even mean? A lot of different things. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I, I, I was no like, idea. aviation is that flying? <laughs> I don't is he know. flying planes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Are you just, a pilot under just think of it. Just think of it as transportation, right? Just transportation, oh, logistics, okay. gotcha, logistics, gotcha. Yeah, supply chain. Yeah. Oh, okay, very moving cool. things, moving people. That's kind of oh, so that's idea. what you do right. yeah. on the yeah. daily, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. As my um, as in my career right now, that's what I'm, I'm a logistician. <laughs> <laughs> you said that so proudly, right. like, I'm a logistician. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> right, I have no idea what that means. Somebody I, in logistics. I'm there somebody, you go. There you that's go. It. Somebody, there you go. You got the definition here right for you guys. <laughs> you know, is that is that job tough? I'm trying to trying to is see. It, is it tough? Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, um, it's and any job is tough in in many ways, and any right. job is easy in many many ways. Um, so no, it's not necessarily tough. It's mm-hmm. just uh, it just requires um, precision. It requires somebody with a personality that right. um, understands order, understands process. Mm-hmm. Um, um, whereas it's not a job where it requires a lot of heavy lifting or hard labor or right. things like that. So I guess uh, yeah, Thank you. white collar worker. I guess uh, you okay, know the, okay. you know what always the question I have for yeah. you though is. Are you still the person you are right now in that job? Are you still that sort of influential person that that person will be like, "Hey, you all right?" right? <laughs> Do you try to keep the cute charm know. going? I don't know. You don't I know. don't know. You would, we would have to ask some people. Yeah, ask some people yeah, in yeah, the yeah. workplace. I don't know. I don't know if I rub people wrong at mm, the, right. the way I am, or I don't know if I rub people the right way. I, I mean, do you try to just stay yourself? You know, to stay yourself in the job. You know, I mean, I know you have to have a certain seriousness to it yeah. sometimes, but you know, do you still keep your same persona when you're there on the job? Yes. Okay. There oh, you okay. Go. Don't you love it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How did I get? <laughs> My, um, it's so funny. A friend of a, a friend yeah. of the family um, came up from Miami to move to Georgia to work with my cousin, mm. and his name is Andrew. And I met him uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. And uh, he literally goes, "Gosh, Kiri didn't change one bit. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the same like eleven year old kid yeah. that he remembers. I'm like, yeah. Why? Why change? Well." So, I agree. Why yeah, change? exactly. Why change it all for anybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just be better. Right. Together. 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 <laughs> I understand that you're from Trinidad, yeah. right? Yeah. You're from Trinidad. So, did your family move from Trinidad here to New York? First no. of all, no. Okay. So, what what happened? What was the process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, there was some family members um, yeah. uh, that moved up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my immediate family, my relatives, my mom, my dad. They right. all stayed in Trinidad. Okay. Um, so I was the only one that kind of ventured out here. I had a cu- an uncle in New York during that time. Oh, wow. So um, you came by uncles. yourself to two New uncles. York? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. At 17? That. Yeah. That's my scary. uncle, My uncle kind of guided and helped yeah, and, of course. And, 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 and led the way a little bit. But how did you um, feel like leaving? I mean, I know that it can't be easy leaving your family at another country. And man, I cried for in... like two months. Hey, you what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah, I no. I, that's listen, I know I would have done the same. I would have done it. And I'm, I'm a mama's boy, so I missed my mom a mm-hmm. lot. She called me every day. My mom used to be my alarm clock. She really? woke me up. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love moms. Yeah. Man. Shout yeah. out to Kira's shout, mom. Shout out to Margo Virgil. <laughs> um, yeah, no. And she was my alarm clock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I came up by myself. Um, my family didn't migrate, so they're not all here. Um, so, the, you know, they have a okay, comfortable enough life in Trinidad to right. realize that they don't necessarily need to migrate to the u.s so right i guess i saw this me coming to the u.s me being here as my path in life mm. and and uh you know god continues to kind of just put the pavers down and you just keep walking on right. it and so that's that's why i'm i walked into better together hey there you go <laughs> and we're happy to have you here yeah. <laughs> this all led to this podcast <laughs> this was what it was all about for curious he is... came to the u.s because one day he said, I'm going to be on a podcast. Yep. And look at it. It's happening. Dreams come true, guys. <laughs> Dreams do come true. But So how come you you wanted to leave from Trinidad? Was it just like you just thought there was better opportunities yeah. here in the U.S.? Yeah. It was It was just it, totally and completely the opportunity. Yeah. Um, always thought of, uh, always had thoughts of going back to Trinidad, yeah. potentially getting into politics a little bit really? in Trinidad. Yeah. You're a politics guy? 
Yes, I am. Oh. We're not, not going to get into that. Okay. <laughs> Left or <laughs> <No>. right? <laughs> but I'm um, always thought of going back and doing that. Um, yeah. It's not impossible. I can still do so. Mm. Um, but uh, always thought I would come up to the U.S., get a really good formal education. Right. Um, and then go back and kind of just help Trinidad and help out a little bit. But, um, you know, those dreams that you have as children and, and when you're younger, yeah. um, they develop, they transform, they turn into different things. Um, we have to be open enough to accept the changes um, and we have to be true to ourselves enough to realize as if you're doing it right, that this is what your this is what God intends for your life. Right. So um, so I'm happy that I'm here and. I am where I am. So a lot has changed between a 17-year-old boy in New York right. City and a 30-year-old man living sitting here today. I bet you learned a lot. A ton. I bet you learned a, a lot. Here. <laughs> like, and I think the tough times is what teaches the most. Oh, man, of what, course. Yes. What of was course. your tough times looking like when you were in that New York City and then even today? Right. Oh, listen, it, everybody knows what it's like to have a little bit of freedom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, to, to, to not... Um, um, my mom, my mom kind of wore the, the both uh, dad and mom pants many times in our, in our family, right? Um, and uh, she was always very stern, very direct. She was always, hey, you need to make sure you do this. You need to make sure you do that. Right. You, there was nothing you would miss because she was always on top of you, always on top of it. <laughs> and uh, that disappeared, hmm. right? How could you do that via the phone, right? How could you do that without being in your son's or daughter's face, mm. uh, making sure that they follow through, making sure that they do what they need to do. So, um, yeah, had a lot of freedom, mm-hmm. made a lot of pro- made a lot of mistakes, yeah. did a lot of stupid things mm. unnecessarily. For what? Mm. Right for thirty seconds of of, of fame. Yeah, yeah, right. Temporary stuff. Right. I mean, in in your podcast that you guys talked about. Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Sex Before Marriage Sex podcast. Before marriage. I'm just mm-hmm. really just talking about. Well, at the end of it all, you're like, why? Why the heck did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Really, two minutes. Yeah. Really, two minutes of excitement. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then go to complete darkness. Yeah, yeah right. Just go to all these questions. But then that was that the was the whole day. thing. It was just literally like these stupid mistakes. Right. I, I won't necessarily say I, that I was ever in a dark place, in right. a dark moment. But I definitely had dark experiences. And what yes. would that be if you'd like to? Well, tell yeah. Me? What is probably one of your, maybe one of your darkest experiences, but also one of your greatest lessons? Oh gosh. <laughs> it's for the people. It's for, it's the, for people. the people. It's for pe- and and for us. Don't forget about us. Because <laughs> I'm still learning right now, just talking. Right. Same here. <laughs> I mean, me and Steph. We're 20 years. I'm 20. He's 19. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to be 20 yeah. tomorrow, actually. So, Seth yeah. and I. Happy birthday! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Happy early birthday to Seth, guys. <laughs> 20. Yeah. But we, we're we still learning a lot. So, yeah. maybe a little wisdom for us. Yeah. Or no. for those who are watching. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, l- listen. Um, 19 years old. In college, drinking and driving, mm. DUI, right? Mm. Not, uh, not a citizen. Oh, no uh, driver's license, right? Walking into the heat, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dang, walking yeah. right into it. <laughs> God bless me, though. God bless me. Um, I think because he he, he knew what it would have, probably would have done to me if the, this had gone differently. But anyway. Long story short, you can imagine the struggle that went through that. But mm. the 
problem was that wasn't the problem it wasn't the problem the problem was i carried the lie for years mm. i worked i paid off the um i paid off the court fees i paid off all these things nobody knew nobody in my family knew this happened oh, right wow. where i could have jeopardized my entire life right. in the u.s what i thought again was god's plan for me right mm. right until I took my now wife, Jessica, down to Trinidad because I had to renew my visa so I can come back up to Duma to start my master's program. I go into the U.S. Embassy and they basically said, well, what happened on uh, May 1st in 2010? Hmm. Well, drinking and driving, right? Yeah. They had me go and do a bunch of, bunch of random tests. They had me do a blood test, a chest x-ray, a bunch of, of, of psychological evaluation, all these different things. And in that moment, yeah. I felt like the two seconds of fun mm -hmm. just jeopardized what I thought was my lifetime achievement, mm -hmm. right? And so, uh, so anyway, so long story short, we ended up. Um, I ended up going to do all the tests. Right. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed every single <laughs> right, day, every I, single as second. I would as well. <laughs> I'm like, I need to get back here. Um, this is where I see my life going. And anyway. At any rate, um, uh, I had a flight. Uh, my godmother gave me a call and she said, yeah. and, uh, oh, at that point, the, 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 the story came out. Everybody in my family wow. found out right after hiding this thing for so many years, wow. um, taking my tuition money to pay for it and then paying back all this random money. Um, anybody, everybody in my family looked like a clown. Wow. With the makeup and the big red nose. <laughs> <laughs> right? Big clown. And yeah. that's never fun. Right. <laughs> Especially in front of the whole fam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Those so, are our biggest critics. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that moment is where I felt like I let the world down. Mm. I let a lot of people down. I let a lot of things down. I, I am free and open to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, because I think it's such an opportunity to grow. Right. I am so quick to apologize now. Mm. I'm so quick to say I'm sorry. I'm so quick to say I'm wrong. I'm so... It's it's the most freeing thing to hear somebody say, I forgive you, I understand, I right. understand the struggle. In that moment, I know where you were wrong. Mm. I'm so quick to apologize because you need you need that validation to move forward that hey, continue hating me, but I just want you to know I need to take this off my chest. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, right. Got the uh got the visa about um three hours before my flight, got on the flight and uh um yeah. You made it back. I made it back. Wow. Yeah. You know, Akira, um, that actually hits home really hard because I know I have made some not so great decisions. Yeah. And one time, and it was about the same age, actually probably a little bit younger. Yeah. And one time I decided to, I really like this girl. I'm going to start off there. Yeah. And you know, girls, right? Always getting those. <laughs> Do something for a girl, didn't you? Right. <laughs> I, I did something for a girl. We love them still. Though. Yeah, we, we love, love them still. But I did some. I, I didn't show my love in the best way. Because yeah. um, what ended up happening was that one day, what I did was I was talking to this girl, and I never thought she liked me. Yeah. Never thought she liked me. One day she comes back and she tells me that she does like me. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, what do I do? I'm I, in. Yeah, like I'm in it. And so, but then she tells me one day that she wants to try weed. Yeah. She wants to try weed for mm. the first time, and I said, well, I know a guy. Yeah. I could I could hook us up. I yeah. can do this for us. So then we set up a plan, and what our plan was was that one day we were going to 
tell our parents that I was staying over for like drama class or something. And I wasn't yeah. even in drama at the time. I just told them I was trying to get out. And and she goes ahead and she tells her mom that she was staying after for a JROTC thing. For yeah. Radio yeah. practice. So we've, we told our parents, we let them know. And we went ahead and we did, you know, we did it. Yeah, yeah. Smoked and all of that. We found a spot. All of that was said and done. We were having a good time, fun time. But then finally we come back from our spot. We're walking back up to the main part of the school, ready mm-hmm. for our parents to come pick us up, get taken home. And as we're walking up, we see the sergeant. And me, I'm a little, yeah. like, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. up there. <laughs> that was a good rendition of being high. <laughs> I was a little up there. So I go ahead and I say, hey, sergeant, for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, like a dummy. And she goes, what are you doing? I was like, what, I'm sergeant. You know, we got to be, we got to act natural. natural. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And he goes, you two, come with me. So he takes us into the JROTC building and he goes to us and he says, I bet you two had a real outer body experience, huh? And I go, what does that mean? How would he know? Yeah. How does this yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah. So we walk in and there her mom is waiting for us in the JROTC building. Mm-hmm. And she comes right up to me and she says, I don't ever want you to talk to my yeah, daughter yeah. again. And here I am, you know, and I'm just like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to concentrate. Yeah. And... But then what, what the worst part about it was is that I had to call my parents. Yep. And I had to tell them to come down. They had no idea what was going on. My mom thought I got into a fight. She was ready to come down there and beat somebody's <laughs> butt. She was ready to fight somebody. So she comes down there and and they got unexpected news. Yeah. Like, hey, your son was caught smoking yeah. behind the back end. <clears throat> I'm there. Everybody's in front of and you know, they're witnessing this. And that was like one of the most gut wrenching feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see your family um looking at you like that so disappointed my mom couldn't even say anything to me you know right she was there she didn't say a word to me and i think she cried like the next two nights and then my dad was very disappointed in me Mm -hmm. and so yeah i understand yeah man coming in front of your family like that you know when you want to keep it to yourself but in a way though it was kind of freeing it was kind of freeing in a way to have my family members know this about me because even though i probably wouldn't want them to know about me you know, they're going to be the people that are going to be there for the rest of your life to help you with your failures and your successes. So it's might as well you have to be transparent with them. So that way that they can get to know your situation and help you where they can. Exactly. Because if I would have hit it, I would have felt like I was hiding something from them for the rest of my life. Yep. Mm -hmm. 100%. I guess it's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) It's just only if you want to, buddy. You definitely don't have to. Don't worry, I got this. (laughs) So one night, I thought it'd be a really good idea to go drink. Mm. So, and this is one of my first experiences drinking. Yeah. And so I got completely wasted, and I was just passed out. And I literally just remember like waking up, passed out, waking up, passing out, and then all of a sudden. I'm getting dragged to my car and it's my dad dragging me to my car. And I'm like, what in the world is even going on right now? (laughs) And he starts like yelling at me and stuff. It's Mm. like, why do you do this? Like you could have just drove home and like had a, you know, DUI or anything or hurt. And so literally I don't, I don't remember much because yeah, I was really wasted. (laughs) So I just remember the next day getting home or i guess i was home yeah and i just remember getting the talk of my life yeah mm. hours I, it almost <laughs> felt like and i think at that moment i don't know you couldn't really tell me much as a kid right so but once i started getting i don't know older i realized how wrong of that that was of me mm-hmm, right. and i had to accept it and i had to forgive myself right 
and I forgave my dad and stuff like that because I thought it was like kind of childish, but I was being a child. Yeah. 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 And that's what you have to accept sometimes is you're in the wrong. Right. That's the, that's honestly one of the greatest things we can do for ourselves sometimes is let us ourselves know that we're in the wrong. Right. You know, that we are, we're not perfect. We all have all these flaws and we have to sometimes accept because sometimes we can be so self-centered and selfish and think we know everything. But really at the end of the day, we do not know much. We do not know much, my friend. And so I think that was just a great, great explanation of what it can mean to when you have to let people in at a certain point yep. in your life, you have to let people in honestly. That's a beautiful lesson that you taught yourself is, you know, we have to be more open with people. We need to be a little bit more, you know, open with telling them things that are going on in our lives. And so this next question is, how can we be a little bit more genuine with people? Oh, gosh, be genuine with yourself first. Mm. Right. Yeah. Stop, stop fooling yourself. One of my one of my um, greatest quotes, and I quote this all the time and, and I try to tell people um, at the end of Act One of Hamlet, uh, Polonius says, I don't yeah. his name. Um, he says, this above all, to thine own self be true, and that, and it shall follow as night to day. Thou canst be false to any man. First and foremost, you must be true to yourself. That's how you become genuine with others. You be true to your goodness, your, the good things that you do. You be true to the things that you're not good at, the, the bad things, the, the, the horrible things that you do in life, right? The, the things that you're ashamed of. You have to own that, too. You can't hide from it. Yes, right? 100%. If you're an ugly person at times, you're an ugly person at times. That's just some parts of your personality. But if you own it and you understand it, then guess what? You can fix it. You right. can get better at and it. And you, it won't bother you as much. Right. And it won't bother you as much. You'll exactly. be like, why, 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 why? <laughs> right. <laughs> or you won't literally be sitting there saying to yourself, oh, <sighs> I really, I know I'm going to be, I know I'm going to say something stupid if I, right. if I go over there. I know I'm going to be this person. I'm not going to be that person. Right. Nobody wants that person around if you think about it, exactly. right? Exactly. Um, so to become uh, to become genuine, mm -hmm. you must be genuine with yourself. Yes. Know yourself. Know who you are as an individual, what you can offer and bring to the table, mm. um, and then work on the things that you know you can't. Yeah. Was right? there a time where you weren't yourself? Yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 Listen, the mask is real. Right. Yeah. Right? It is real. The not mask, just a movie by Jim the, Carrey. Not just a movie by Jim Carrey. <laughs> not the, the cloth you put on your face these days yeah. in the restaurant. The mask is real. Yeah. It's a it's 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 so many people walk around in this world with just this mask on their face. Mm -hmm. And it's okay at times. It's okay to have that mask right. at times because in certain moments you have to be strong for yeah. other people. You right. have to be you have to be um you have to be the one that sucks it up and go forward some more. Right. Um, but just know, wearing that mask and, and, and not being true, truly who you are, mm -hmm. you can turn into that person that's yeah. hiding behind, you know, that's that mask is portraying. You yeah. can turn into that person. So really, really be careful. Um, so yeah, no, many, many years. Many yeah. years I've worn the mask. Um, uh Many years I've fooled people. Many years I've lied to people. Um, different things, different stupid things. Right. Um, but you can peel it off. You can peel it off really, really easily. And it comes back to being true to you. Right. You know what? You did say that in our class one time. You're like, guys, don't put a mask over yourselves. You're like, really don't do this because it's only hurting yourself. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I, I talk about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you were telling personal so experience, right? Yeah. You tell personal them. experience. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think the the craziest thing is that 
um, a lot of people when we put it on our mask is that for me, it's like we like to tell ourselves, you know, no, that's not me. Even mm-hmm. though I did that. And then we say to ourselves, no, that's that's not me. I can get away from that. And then you try mm-hmm. to become somebody that you're not. Yep. And you try to just completely ignore the fact that you did that one thing. Yeah. But the thing is, is that what those accidents tell you is that, no, there's a part of you that would do that again, most likely, given if you were in a situ- certain situation. Yeah. But it's your job to acknowledge that. So yeah. for next time, you can say to yourself, hey, I do not want to do that. Yeah. I do not want to be that person. Because I know deep inside that is not the better version of myself That's right. that I want to be. That's right. And I remember when I had to deal with that. And when I would try and pretend like I wouldn't do something or I wasn't who I was, I fell into a deep, like, who am I? Yeah. Like, mm. what am I doing, like, who is Joshua Morales? I had no idea. I, I really felt like I was wearing that mask and yeah. that just caused nothing but pain, nothing but depression. Right. And I had to dig myself out of it. Of course. Of course. Am I wearing some masks now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% in small cases and yeah. very little cases. I, I'm so much more aware of it now today. But yeah, heck yeah. We're right. wearing masks every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm taking the time to know who I am. Yeah. And the more I know who I am, the more I know that I don't need to have this mask up. Exactly. It, 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 it can be whatever it is, but every now and again. Right. You can just be comfortable in your own skin. Right. Yeah. Is it strange that you're talking with like 20 year olds about this right now? No, I don't. I don't picture you as 20 year old. Is that a good thing? Was that? Did, when, when you're this age, did you have these same conversations that we're having? No. Right. Is that special? Very rare. Very rare. Very rare. You can occasions. rarely have conversations like this with yeah, people. Very, very rare occasions. And when you when you get it, hold on to it. Yeah. Um, but but when it comes to me and when it comes to uh, taking advice from people, yeah. giving advice to people, um, sharing moments, conversations, age doesn't matter. Sex doesn't matter. Um, who that person is and what they do outside of what's happening right. doesn't necessarily matter. It's at that moment, that conversation is what matters. It's, yes. Um, is it fulfilling? Is it fruitful? Right. Is it providing some good direction? Yeah. That's what I really want to understand. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not, I'll wrap it up and call it. <laughs> right. Go, go home, right? <laughs> like, nice to meet you. I got to go. I got yeah. some those, those are the dumb conversations you used to have, like, at, at clubs and at house parties and stuff. Right. And like, the small talk. I hate small I talk. Re- I really don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> this is going nowhere. <laughs> exactly. And I think a lot of us, what we do is, I, I think the thing is sometimes, at least for me as a talker, the thing was, is that what I do is, even when I meet somebody, I probably know I shouldn't be talking to. Yeah. I still try and find a way I know, to, to I get know, I know. towards a deep, a deep conversation. That's me. That's like, me I want I want to find the like where's the where's the spot? You know, yeah. where is like where you and me can actually get into something a little deeper. But sometimes it's just not how it is. Yeah. You know? Comes yeah. 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 You can't be friends with everybody. You can't. You, you can't. can't have a deep conversation. Even with though everybody. I try. My wife was like every time we have like I'll, I'll go out or I'll meet somebody or I'll right. just randomly talk to some stranger and it's like, right. Kiri, what were you doing in there? I was just talking to my friend. Kiri, that's not your friend. You just met that man. <laughs> <laughs> you just met that man. Oh my god. But to your point, is, yeah, you yeah. really try to find at least, you know, one little thing in common. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you find it and sometimes you don't. Right. You, but you so can't true. be friends with everybody. That's just the point. That's just the point that we have to be made clear and, you know, just so everybody knows that you can't be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing we also want to talk about, Kiri, is that we know you've had, um, I know a lot of things have happened in your life. Maybe some crazy things. Maybe some people have done you wrong. Yeah. Um, 
Has there any been a time in your life where somebody has done you wrong and it's kind of hard to forgive them? No. Yeah. I've forgiven everybody who's done me wrong already. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. And not, on, not yeah. only have I forgiven them, Bruh. it's n- it's not a... Um, it's not a pain point for me anymore hmm. in my life yeah. at all. And I don't think it should ever... You shouldn't carry it on that long. Hmm. Now... Was that easy? It I know takes, it. That takes right. a lot of building, a lot of personal reflection to get to that point. Right. And granted, things that uh, I have experienced or things that people have done to me probably can pale in comparison to some of the things that other people like, experience, right? So, for instance... Yeah. Uh, on TV now, it's the it's the the, 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 the sexual abuse case with uh, the gymnast the gymnast. Oh, um, I haven't oh, heard about yeah. that. Yeah, what's yeah. that about? Um, Larry something. Um, I can't remember his last name, uh-huh. but uh, there was a big case on um, uh, on Capitol Hill where Gabby wow. Douglas and a couple of the re- world renowned yep. gymnasts were, were abused sexually wow. by this man who's a doctor or a physical wow. therapist or one of those things. I, I really don't know the full story. Um, but, you know, things that happened in my life, I, I mean, it pales in comparison yeah. to what other people would have dealt with and experienced. Right. Um, uh, so I could only speak for myself when I say that I have forgiven everybody who's, yeah. who's done wrong to me. So, no, I don't hold grudges. Yeah. I don't, um, uh, I might hang on to something for a couple hours if it really <laughs> right, hurt right. me. Um, but uh, I'm, I forgive easily. Remember I told you I said, yeah. I, I say sorry really quickly. Yeah. I apologize really easily. And I try to, I try to just mend yeah. that relationship really quickly. That is so hard. Yeah, I yeah, know, it is, man. It's it so not hard. easy at all. I know. I and know. it's so crazy that some of us, you know, we get caught up in like exes, for example. Yeah. Like you might hate your ex and you'd be like, oh, I never want to talk to her ever again. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes me. <laughs> but the thing is, is that like what you said, some people go through way worse things yeah. out there. And we have to really take that into perspective mm-hmm. because we can lose the perspective of that. It's really our thing that we're going through. Um, is it as bad to where we need to hold that grudge right. compared to what maybe some other people are going right, through? Right, right, right. Because, I mean, like, for example, if Jesus can go on the cross and be nailed and hammered and still forgive all of us, mm-hmm. a part of us can forgive our ex. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right. That's true. <laughs> right. Listen. It wasn't that bad to begin with. Yeah, it exactly. Wasn't. It's all, only temporary. All of those struggles, they're not as bad as you would you would, right. you would think it is. Exactly. Everything yeah. is temporary in yeah. the end. It can't be in our minds how we make stuff up too. Yeah, exactly. It could be a it could be a lot simpler than what we what we thought it was. Right? Yeah, and we process things differently. Everybody processes things differently. One hundred percent. You remember, we are all still individuals, and that's why that's why when it comes to self reflection, and that's why self reflection is important. Right. Um, because we are so different. What works for me doesn't work for you. What works for you doesn't work for Seth, right? So that self-reflection, knowing who you are, one, you get to uh, um, express that to other people very clearly, Mm -hmm. who you are, and also when things happen to you, you're able to reside in yourself and say, this is how I know I'm going to deal with this, and I can resolve it quickly. Exactly. That self-reflection, that self-building, that is really, really important. Yes. That is like perfect advice. It is literally perfect <laughs> advice. How did you, did you have to learn how to forgive people so easily or are you just always naturally kind of that way? I relearned how to forgive people really yeah. easily, right? So after coming up to the U.S., kind of fell away from church, fell away from God in a mm. sense, right? Yeah. Always knew he was there. I always prayed the rosary immediately when I knew <laughs> I was in trouble. Right, right, right. Um, so somehow I'd always stayed around. 
Um, but when I when I when I left college and, and I was back in church again, really mm -hmm. regularly and really relearning my faith in a sense, re-experiencing yes. my yes. faith, um, it started to come back really really quickly, mm -hmm. really easily. I started to really get to the point of, oh no, I, I I have to forgive. I have to forgive now and I have to forgive fast. Right. Um, because it because again. It goes back to the stupid self-reflection. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to what is holding me back. Right. I am holding me back because I'm not forgiving. Exactly. I am holding me back because I have unresolved nonsense mm -hmm. that is built up inside of me. Mm -hmm. Right? And it you don't 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 be upset if somebody doesn't accept your apology if you hurt them. Yeah. Don't be upset if somebody doesn't come and tell you that they're sorry for what they did to you. Yeah. But in yourself for you, you resolve it internally, yeah. right? And then let them do whatever they need. To whatever, do. exactly. You're not worried about their life right, right. now. Yeah, right. You but dealt with what you had to deal you with. You dealt with you. Yep. Now they got to deal with that. And now, guess what? The next yeah. person that comes along to become your friend, to become your girlfriend, right. to become your wife, you are a better being. To exactly. Them. And right? I think that's the craziest thing that sometimes we forget that people like to say a lot of the times that their emotions are in charge of them. And we forget that we're in control of our emotions. 100%. But listen, not only are we in control of our emotions, we're in control of how we react to how somebody affects us. Yes. Right? So um, we have this argument. My wife and I have this argument. <laughs> I hate to bring it up, man. She's going to see this. <laughs> but she's always saying, you made me do this. You made me do this. And, and, and it's like, no, your reaction. Right wasn't because I did something. You, you reacted because that's how you felt and that's how, but, but you were in control of that. You were yeah. in control of being angry. You were in control of, of I don't know, um, saying something stupid. You're in control of all that. So yeah, it takes a lot of yeah. mental aptitude to sit back and say, how am I going to respond to this? Right. How am I, it's okay to pause. It's okay to be so angry, flare up. And I actually believe in the method of walking away sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or literally telling the person you're talking to or the thing that you're experiencing, listen, I'm going to get, I need a minute. Right. I need to, I need a minute so I can respond properly so I can reflect on, on who I am and, and, and then come back and say, all right, that's, that's, that's my answer. Right. <laughs> right. You don't want to say the, something bad. It's not filled with venom and, and, right. and, and, yeah. and, and vigor and it's not harsh and it's, it's not, you know, um, right. We have nothing nice to say. Scathing at the tongue. Yeah. Don't say yeah, it at all. Don't say it at all. So, <laughs> um, I, I really am a really big thinker when it comes to arguments and conversations. Yeah. And it's okay to pause and think, right. Say, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking how to respond. I'm right. thinking how to react. Right. Um, so yeah. Because when a lot of people get into arguments, they just go straight up for the so say whatever they <laughs> they right. go for blood. They go for blood. blood. They cut throat, cut throat. They just quick. want. They're just saying whatever comes up in the top of their head, and they're not processing what they're saying yeah. and how the other person might respond or feel to that. Um, because then you know, usually after every argument, you come up back to yourself and you're like, "Why did I say that? Mm -hmm. Why did I? I didn't mean that. You know, uh, I wish I, I got to say sorry." To I was them just now. angry. I was just angry. I was just angry. Why, exactly. why are we going through this to begin with? Right. Right, what you imagine two people who are and you probably have friends who 
done it. Two people who do that, <laughs> who are very vicious when it comes to arguing. Yes. And they would say something to hurt the other person. And the other person would say something to hurt them back oh, even worse. Goodness. And, and we're not uh, even on the argument anymore. We're, we're, we're no longer arguing about right. the argument. We're arguing about the thing that you just said to me. Exactly. Which is mean and hurtful and ugly. Exactly. Stop hurting people. Stop hurting people. Yeah, like stop that. hurting people. Nah, don't do that. It's so silly to watch that happen in right. the first yeah. place. It's like, wh- <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to go to my room. Yeah. But again... It takes a lot of internal reflection yes. to change that behavior in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I've, I personally know someone who they're like that. Yeah. But I see how much growth that she's made, how much things that she's done to just make sure I'm not going to respond just because I'm angry. I'm not going to respond right. to be hurtful. Um, and she literally just t- dials it back down. It, ha- it comes out from time yeah, to time. Time, to time. <laughs> right, right, right. But me, but me as a person who listens... And we have good conversation. Right. It literally turns into, I know that I know that that's not you in the moment. So you know what? Figure it out. Let's talk, let's talk <laughs> about this for me. a little while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw this quote one time, and I I really try and live by this quote sometimes. And it goes that the problem is not each other. Mm-hmm. The problem is the problem. Yes. And we need to come together to talk about how we're gonna fix that problem and not attack each other. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of people yeah. forget that. Yeah. I remember one time I said that to one of my friends, and he goes, "You're so deep, Josh." <laughs> I, go, so I just deep. read something on the internet, man. <laughs> just makes sense. <laughs> it's funny how all those things apply to everybody's life differently. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, Kiri, one last question before we wrap everything up, real quick. We would, we just wanted to ask you. We know there's a lot of people out here, a lot of people our age, um, adults that need help yeah. with everything that's going on in their day-to-day lives. So is there one piece of advice that you would give to the people who are watching this? There's a lot of advice that I could give. Right. A lot of advice. Well, I think I think I think the most important thing is don't use the tools that you have in front of you mm-hmm. unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. AKA the internet, access to different information and mm-hmm. things. There are things out there that can help you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there's you have access to so many different things, mm-hmm. so many different podcasts and books and and videos and and and, and um, stories of people's lives that you can access that can make you a better person. Right. Nobody likes a slob. Nobody likes a mean person. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel loved. Well, you can be that. You can be better. Mm-hmm. Always work on being better. Um, uh, but one person that I want to just put out there as a really awesome guide, somebody that I listen to a lot, somebody's books that I've read, and it's Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you know. Oh, him. I love oh, Jordan yeah, Peterson, yeah, yeah. clinical psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't just go for his sound bites because they sound <laughs> really really good. It's yeah. like he he really is is so intelligent. Um, um, people try to trap him up with, with conversations and, and stupid things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, people play that really stupid identity politics game. Mm. Um, but that's not the case. It's not about that. But it's about what he's te- what he's saying and what he's telling. So 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. I recommend that book to everybody. I'll write it down. If you, can, uh, if you can get to it. It's a really simple read. And um, I told Josh about this already, <laughs> but the new Imagine Dragons album, uh, yeah. <laughs> like Mercury, Mercury Act One, uh, Mercury Act One, Imagine Dragons. Yeah, it's really, really good. It. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. And um, and 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 Follow You is a really awesome song on there gotcha. that uh, really hits home. Gotcha. But yeah, 
That's that's what I got. Don't use resources unnecessarily. Don't use and imagine dragons. Imagine dragons. I was not expecting imagine dragons. Gotta keep you on your toes too. Kanye West Moon. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Donda, Donda, Donda. Donda, Donda, Donda. You know, did you actually know what that actually is? The Donda I part? I have no idea. It's um his actually his mom's last heartbeats before mm-hmm. she passed away. Really? That's what it is, Donda. Like when she keeps saying it. I was freaked out by it too when I first heard it. Get um, out of town. But that's actually the the album is a contribution to his mom and also mm-hmm. to God. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's what the whole album is about. Well, you know what? I'm going to try to listen to it again. There you go. <laughs> I'll give you some song suggestions. Yeah. I really love this album. Yeah. Josh knows I really love this album. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, you do too. The viewer knows because all in our vlogs, I just talk about Kanye sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Kanye moment now like on every video. Every, every video. Vlog. Yeah, that's how much I love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I love you guys so much. And I'm, I'm thankful and appreciative for you guys having me. Um, I pray for you guys' success with this, uh, with the podcast and just everything in life in general. So just know I'm always here and I love you, period. We love you and we, we appreciate you. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All day. All day. Well, guys. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. That is our friend, Kiri Virgil. We've known him for a minute now and we were just so appreciative of everything that he has taught us. And hopefully he taught you a little bit something today and you could take it to heart with whatever you're doing in your daily lives. And so, guys, we just wanted to say if you enjoyed this video, please remember to like, subscribe, and also hit post notifications so you guys do not miss out on any more episodes that are coming out and you don't miss out on great guests like Kiri here. And we hope that you guys have a wonderful day. Remember, we love you guys. We appreciate everything you do for us. And remember, I'm Josh. I'm Seth. And we are better together. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.